Welcome back from the 4th of July weekend, everyone, and thank you for joining us on Paladin Financial Talk. We've got a great show lined up for you today. This is Paladin Financial Talk with Jeff Foley from Paladin Financial. Basically, the more accounts you have, the more opportunities there are for mistakes. So taking control of your assets may help you to avoid some of those common mistakes that investors make. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals, your money and your plans in perfect harmony. And now here is Paladin Financial Talk with Jeff Foley. All right. Welcome back to Paladin Financial Talk. This is Jeff Foley with Paladin Financial. And again, welcome back from uh, 4th of July weekend. Hopefully everyone tuning in has all 10 fingers and 10 toes. And uh, we appreciate you joining us here today. And Tony, how are you doing? Oh, I'm doing great. Good to see you again, Jeff. Great hanging out with you on the radio once again. Yes, we had a few weeks off here, so we're we're back in the saddle again. Yeah, that's good. It was great to spend time with family. It's always good to have a few days off here and there, uh, especially uh, when the weather's nice, uh, really take advantage of that. I know I did. I had a lot of projects though that I got. We didn't really travel. I, we did work around the house and I had a few big projects, but I got them done. Good job. Yeah. Good job. How about you? Excellent. That was good. Uh, we went out of town and, um, you know, enjoyed some baking weather in Kansas, but it was, uh, <laughs> it was good. <laughs> Wait, you went to Kansas in July? Yeah, I know. Okay. I know. Uh, a little hot and humid there, I bet. It was. It was indeed. Glad yeah. glad to be back. <laughs> yeah. Well, so what are we talking about today? Well, we've got an interesting show today. We're going to talk about the idea of downsizing in retirement, something that people are always talking about, but oh, yeah. uh, the idea of moving to a retirement community, if that's a potential goal for you and thinking through some of the ins and outs of that is, uh, you know, what are some things to consider the financial benefits, some pros and cons. And there's a good article out, uh, us news and world report. Should you move to retire retirement community before retiring? So I mm. encourage you to look that up if that's something that's interested in you. And we're going to use that as kind of our centerpiece for that piece of the conversation. But we have a few other topics we're going to talk about as well. Well, yeah, that sounds like a great idea. You said retirement community before retiring. I think of the villages down in Florida. Have you ever heard of oh, those? Yeah. Yep. It's like an <laughs> entire city or cities, plural. Yep. And it's just for seniors. I, I, that's that's funny, but it does sound like a good idea. Why would somebody, though, consider moving into a retirement community before they retire? It seems like it might be a bit premature. Well, the first comment I'll make is that this, uh, my wife and I, maybe we should consider doing this now, you know, very much early because, uh, you know, if you, you move in, you don't have the house repairs and yard maintenance, That's true. which I know is not something we're the, the best at. So maybe, maybe we're a prospect for this. Yeah, me too. I, that I could, uh, that's a great plus household repairs and yard lawn maintenance. Yep. Yeah, it takes a lot of chores off your plate, can help you focus on the, the latter stage of your working career and, and enjoying time a little bit more and some room for leisure activities, being around people that are like-minded and so forth. But before you can enjoy fewer chores and some more leisure time, there are a few steps you need to take. And the first is to check to make sure that you qualify because a lot of uh, retirement communities have age restrictions or they won't 
allow certain people in on, you know, under age 55, for example, uh, some people, some places are age 65 and they might allow, uh, exceptions in certain situations. And a lot of these places are very popular. You mentioned the villages, uh, a lot of places have waiting lists. So starting oh, yeah. that process early and, and finding out what your options are is a good thing to consider. Right. And with two young children, Jeff, I, th- I don't think you qualify. May not. May yeah. not. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and you're right. The best places always do have a waiting list. I know that um, uh, the senior living at Botwells in Stillwater, Minnesota, they always have a waiting list. And my mother-in-law was on it for quite some time. So really? a, a lot of these places do have a considerable waiting list, um, whether it's restaurants or retirement communities, right? Yeah. Yeah, that, that's very true. It's a, it's a good idea to check out as well the facility, the features, the layout. Is it is it what you're really looking for? Because these communities can vary widely. They all have different levels of care, and along with that, different pricing. Some are independent, and as you get older and further in retirement, offer assisted living and nursing care options, which is a nice benefit of being able to help you to transition through different phases of, of life. But find the, the community that fits your and your family needs and uh, location is an important one as well. Yeah. Well, and that's a great point. Just because something is trendy and popular, it doesn't mean it's going to be the right fit for everyone. You know, I learned that the hard way with bell bottoms. Jeff. You did. I, just last week. I'm <laughs> I'm glad you you got the memo. It's that's all right, though. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Cost is a, another thing to consider is specifically entrance fees and association fees. And it's entrance fees can be pretty, pretty steep sometimes, but they're charged when you you move in and they differ depending on the type of apartment you choose and features. Um, so they can be quite high. So you want to make sure you're planning for part of the, those as your, your financial strategy and examine the association fees that the community charges as well. So monthly, annually, quarterly, what are they, how much, what are your options? But those will cover things like uh, community lawn maintenance, keeping up the property, uh, access to different rooms and features like workout rooms and pools and so forth. So that can impact your retirement budget. So if you don't value those perks, maybe look at a community or an option that those are not included. Yeah. Something that'll fit you better or fit your budget better because I know fit is as important or even more important than availability really. So what's something else that a person may want to consider when they're thinking about moving into a retirement community before they retire? Yeah, Yeah, it goes starts with your retirement plan and making sure you have that part of your financial plan, your financial picture, your budget in retirement. And will moving into retirement community before you stop working affect other goals? Will spending money now on those entrance fees negatively affect your travel plans, for example, that you're you're planning on making over the next few years? Um, what might those fees be significant enough? They're going to restrict you from helping a grandchild with college. So ensuring that your legacy and your dreams, your priorities, that those are followed is very important. Yeah. You know, this hearing you talk about this, Jeff, it seems like there's a lot for us to consider. Um, do you have any suggestions how to start evaluating all these issues? I would imagine the process could seem overwhelming for some. It can. Yes. Yeah. And uh, it starts with having a good grip of your financial plan. And that starts with giving us a call, come in for a complimentary second opinion on your retirement 
and see if you're on track for your goals. What will your budget sustain and do some different what ifs and models to make sure you're thinking through that. But we also want to prioritize things. Um, we have a tool for our clients called the from the heart journal that helps you to think through your personal goals, what's important to you, your story and where all of your information is stored, helping you to organize. And uh, if you will put your poo in a pile, that's an official term. <laughs> and <laughs> if you want to get technical about it, um, it's on Investopedia. Check that out. And it includes information on your dependents, insurance policies, a lot of important things, but again, private prioritizing and, and having a good plan. Yeah. I would have never imagined how many different things there are for us to consider uh, when looking at potentially moving into a retirement community. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, just think of the last time you bought a house. There's a lot involved in that. And, you know, it's a, it's a long-term decision. It's a big decision, can impact your retirement, but also your, your lifestyle as well. So some, some important things to think about here. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? In fact, speaking of that, I bet our listeners are going to have some questions. If they want to get a hold of you to set up that complimentary consultation or get a copy of that from the Heart Journal, uh, how can they do that? Give us a call at 877-219-3199 or you can visit us online at financialpaladin.com. If you have any questions, email us at info at financialpaladin.com. But really the first step is get a, a second opinion on your retirement plan. Give us a call, come in. Uh, we'll give you a tune up, if you will, and review where you're at and make sure you're on track for your personal retirement goals. Yeah, that sounds perfect. Now, listeners, a reminder, you are listening to Paladin Financial Talk. I am your co-host, Tony Shore, and our host today, the man with the plan, as always, is Jeff Foley. And uh, Jeff, we're talking about a great topic. Um, We were talking a little bit there about retirement communities, right? Now, what's next? Yeah, next, we're going to talk a little bit about wealth building, and it's a hot button topic, and but this doesn't isn't going to be about get rich quick schemes or chasing trends in the market. So don't let the title of our source today lead you astray. But we're going to be talking about an Investopedia article. I jokingly referenced them here a little bit ago. <laughs> yep. It's funny. Is three simple steps to building wealth, and this was in May of this year. And they they might be simple to understand, but a lot harder to execute in many situations. And according to the article. I really like this. In order to build wealth over the course of your life, you want to do three things. Make it, make your money, save it, and invest it. So make it, you need to have a consistent source of of income that will allow you to have some money left over after you've considered expenses, your your necessities like housing and utilities and food and the, the basics of life. Save it. So once those are paid for, your next step is to have a proactive and consistent savings plan. And that might be a a 401k through your employer, your IRA, another type of individual savings strategy, whatever it might be, have a plan. And then finally, invest those savings. It needs to work for you in an investment mix that matches your risk tolerance, your time horizon, your long-term strategy. And you can't do that if you don't have a plan in place. So that's a big part of what we do for all of our clients. Right. So make it, save it, invest it. 
uh, that seems like a solid three-step plan. But don't you feel like that might be a little vague? Yeah, it's more of a, a motivational sure. poster comment there. Make it, save it, invest it. It's great. But we want to spend some time on the subject and give it a little bit thorough, more thorough discussion. So we'll dive into each of these steps of wealth building a bit more and start with earning income. And that might, might seem like a no-brainer, Tony, but it's still right. the most important step. And our odds are you've seen a lot of charts and tables showing the value of compounding interest, the time value of money, and, yep. and been exposed to that over the years. What those charts really show is what you need to be making to cover your necessities. And there's only so much you can save by cutting down on your expenses. In the end, you, you have to have enough income to to grow things over time. Right. So that's something we want to talk about. Yeah. So obviously there's only so much that can be saved by cutting expenses, as you mentioned, or spending less. So how do we make more? Yeah. You likely need to increase your income over time to allow for opportunities to invest and then also to, to keep pace with inflation. And one way to make sure that you're using new income for savings is have that automatically put aside. So automatically increase your 401k at work. If you have a pay increase, have that automatically put into your 401k, your other IRA, your IRAs, whatever you might be investing in. And uh, that will provide you the ability to increase those savings uh, over time. Put that on autopilot. Uh, paying off debt like a credit card or a school loan, well, you can schedule an increase that begins when that debt is paid off. So if you know you're paying off a loan May of 2020, have your 401k contribution kicked in uh, June of that year to make sure that that automatically steps in for you. Yeah, see, I think that's a great idea because if I'm already making ends meet with my current budget, uh, moving money that was, uh, you know, reducing my debt to savings after the debt is paid off, that won't affect my day-to-day cash flow then. Right. Yeah, yeah. exactly. You know, it's Speaking of savings, there are some more ways you can avoid spending more than your, your income. When you spend too much, you can't save. And that Investopedia article identified four ways to make sure you don't exceed your budget and spend too much. And the first is to know what you're spending. So track that. Yep. Uh, I've heard some people, they get a receipt for everything that they purchase. They throw it in a fishbowl or whatever on the counter. And at the end of the month, they take all those receipts out and add it up and that's their their way of doing it uh, or there are a lot of apps out there that you can use to track all of your expenses so where can you adjust how do you trim things down and understand where you're spending too much on in certain categories and i think a lot of times the results are really going to surprise you yeah and you know i have a friend jeff who categorizes every cent he spends he uses a software program he puts every single cent into the right category and he can run a report that shows how much he spent on donuts alone over the past 10 years. And, and it all adds up. And I'm not going to name that friend Jeff Foley, but <laughs> did I say Jeff Foley? Yeah, you did. You did. Okay. I think we heard that. All right. Uh, it reminded me, it was a Mitch Hedberg had a, a Oh, he's a, joke. a funny comedian. Yeah. Um, passed away a number of years ago, but Minnesota comedian. And he had a joke about getting a receipt. He was at the donut shop and the lady asked him if he wanted a receipt. And he was like, what do you, what am I going to do with that file that under D for donuts? <laughs> his delivery was amazing. Yeah. yeah it might've been a little better than your delivery maybe, just now. Jeff. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so it all adds up and that's why tracking your spending can be a very useful tool 
and knowing where your money goes. And maybe not everyone is ready to cut out donuts. I know my wife isn't. She loves them. Oh, And snap. therefore, I love them. Remember, Jeff, she listens to this podcast. Yeah, uh, that's true. No, she doesn't. <laughs> no, uh, but there would be no, way, no doubt some ways to, to cut back on things. But uh, knowing's half the battle. So once you have identified those categories, look at how you can save money, where you could cut corners on things, eat out less, pack a lunch from home to save money. Uh, it all adds up. Yeah. A little change can make all the difference. Yes, very much so. I think that was a dollar and cents pun there. Like yeah, that. there you go. Um, but don't be afraid to adjust to your to your lifestyle. You might feel that right now entertainment and eating out is really close to essential, but over time, are you really getting enjoyment out of what you're spending? Um, subscriptions, they're easily overlooked. Might be a place you can cut back on expenses, things you're not using as much. And as always, make sure you're taking full advantage of your employer's match. So if you have a 401k, for example, and they match up to 5%, make sure you're, you're not leaving money on the table and you're contributing enough to get that full match. It's free money. Right. And if people need help laying out this plan or have questions, again, let's take a minute here. Let our listeners know about the resources you have, the website, how they can get a hold of you, the complimentary consultation. Yeah, give us a call, come in, uh, and we'll sit down, gather some information, learn a bit, a little bit more about you and your objectives, your family, and put together a complimentary second opinion, a review of here's where you're at, here's how much you have in assets, here's where you're invested, here are different suggestions on how to optimize what you have in place and make sure that you can achieve your retirement goals. Are you on the right track for things? And if not, what do you do to change that? So give us a call, 877-219-3199, or visit us online at financialpaladin.com, and I look forward to, to sitting down with you. All right, Jeff, that sounds great. Now, where do we go from here? Well, we mainly focused on budgeting, and in this last segment, I want to focus specifically on creating a retirement budget. And over and over, we hear about income and retirement and creating a personal pension and other ways that financial services professionals look to cover what we call the income gap, you know, where my income is up here, my expenses are up even further, where am I going to, to cover that yep. income gap? However, how many times do they provide you with tips to create an accurate retirement budget? Today, we're going to do just that. So these are some tips from a, a Motley Fool article, four tips for creating a retirement budget. And we're going to walk through and expand on each of those. That sounds like a great idea. I mean, uh, budgets have come up a lot today. Normally, we avoid the B, avoid the B word, right? Because right. To a lot of people, budgets, ooh, uh, maybe we should call it a spending plan. But it, it is a great idea to explore that concept a little more. Uh, and I hope our listeners uh, will get something out of this. I think it's really important. Yeah. Yeah. The fir first tip we'll talk about is understanding your health care costs. And for many retirees, that is going to be a major expense. If you combine Medicare premiums, Medicare gap coverage, long-term care insurance, prescriptions, on and on and on, uh, health care can become a large part of your budget. And to reach an estimate of your monthly costs, you can add the costs you already know, like fixed monthly costs of premiums and things like that. And depending on your individual situation, you might consider increasing monthly contributions to a health savings account if you have working years left to you until you retire. There's no other uh, savings vehicle out there as powerful as an HSA. So I encourage you to, to get the most out of those. Yeah, I mean, healthcare costs are always one of the biggest questions and one of the biggest expenses, in my opinion, obviously, 
Uh, they're huge and they keep increasing. I feel confident in assuming that I will likely have health care expenses in the future. So that's an important thing for us all to budget for. Yeah, absolutely. Healthcare is very important. The second thing is your home and your home expenses. So a lot of people decide to retire and uh, downsize. They move to a home with less maintenance. But even if you stay in your own home, and move into a smaller one, you still have to budget for maintenance and repairs and how old's that furnace and the roof and homes and appliances, they all have a limited lifespan. So the article suggests that you estimate potential costs for repairs and replacements. And you might be handy now, not myself, but you might be <laughs> handy now, but odds are you might not be able to t- make some of those repairs as you age or you might not want to. Hey, that ties right back into what you said in the first segment on retirement communities. Well done there, mm-hmm. Jeff. Uh, in our business, we call that a callback. You're, right. you're turning into a regular radio Gosh. pro there, buddy. You've, you've taught me everything I don't know. <laughs> 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 um, well, you know, you, you remember, uh, Tony, I'm sure you do, WKRP in oh, Cincinnati. It's one of the reasons I became a radio uh, announcer, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to really? be Dr. Johnny Fever oh. for some reason. Well, love that show. Yeah, love that. One show. of my favorites. Yeah, watched that a lot growing up. But uh, yeah, next tip for creating a retirement budget is to assume that you'll spend more than you expect on leisure activities, and you've yep. you've been working your entire life. You're ready for this opportunity. It's natural to want to do the things that you've been waiting to do. And a lot of a lot of retirees have that that splurge period. They retire and they go, 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 and then things slow down a little bit. But unless your hobbies are low cost, you're, you're likely to incur costs with this and greens fees and airline tickets, cooking classes, whatever it might be, um, unless you want to play Monopoly every day, which, which might be okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, Monopoly's fun, but I think playing every day could get a bit tiresome. That's true. That's true. You know, and the final tip involves taxes, which are all but certain to increase over time. Yep. Uh, withdrawals from your savings accounts, your pre-tax accounts are going to be taxed. And even your social security benefits could be taxed as well, depending on your income, there are thresholds around that. So you want to make sure you're creating a budget that includes taxes because they're, they're not going anywhere. Right. The eternal gross income versus net income scenario, it, the dreaded. That's right. right. Dun, dun, dun. So yeah, you see, see where I'm going with that. Do you remember your first paycheck from your very first job? If you think back for a moment, well, if you're anything like me, you probably spent some time calculating your hourly wage by the number of hours you worked. You began to imagine what you could do with that money. You get your first check. And, uh, and back then it was an actual check and it's a shock. And in my daydreams and calculations, I hadn't planned on uncle Sam and, and, uh, state income taxes and social security and all these other things I didn't know even existed at the time. So save yourself the rude awakening by budgeting for those deductions. Well, nobody likes a rude awakening, Jeff, especially from the tax man. And these are some tips that uh, might help us prepare. Yeah, absolutely. Now, creating a budget for retirement income and your expenses, that can help provide you some peace of mind and, and help you prepare the, for the future. may also be a, a valuable opportunity to meet with a financial professional and review your budget, your savings, your long-term term goals, prioritizing things. Again, encourage you to, to give us a call. Uh, one of the tools that we use uh, that you can check out on our website at financialpaladin.com is our color of money risk analysis. 
and uh, that has 11 questions, takes less than five minutes to answer. And that's a kind of the first step of understanding, am I on the right track with my retirement plans and are my assets in alignment with my goals? Yeah, that's great. Well, as usual, the time just flew by. The time is up for this week's show, Jeff. Is there anything else you want to share before we go? God bless America, Tony. All right. Well, thanks, Jeff. And this has been a great episode of Paladin Financial Talk with our host, Jeff Foley. Thank you for listening to Paladin Financial Talk. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Jeff Foley at Paladin Financial. Call 877-219-3199 or visit their website at financialpaladin.com. Advisory services offered through Paladin Wealth LLC, a Minnesota registered investment advisor. Paladin Wealth LLC offers advisory services under the DBA Paladin Financial and Paladin Wealth. Insurance products and services offered through Paladin Insurance LLC. Paladin Wealth LLC and Paladin Insurance LLC are affiliated companies. Jeff Foley and Paladin Financial are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.